strength. This is sword of power, sword of power, dragon and earth, soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. Super it's zombies! We're out and about! Check your local graveyard listings for the living dead on this week's Zombie Out Super! Hello and welcome to another episode of Ballin' Out Super! Super. You like to party? It's party time. Uh, which is a quote from a zombie movie. Hi, I'm your host, Katie Rose Leon, Queen of the Damned. And I'm here, as always, with my heroic duo, Alex Patak. Do you like to party? Thanks for having me. And Lawson Leong. They're in your head. In your head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, zombies. Zombies, A E E A O O O. Zombies. This is kind of a spooky one we're about to have, isn't it? That's one way to put it. That is certainly a way, yeah. I mean, it's a little, it's harrowing. It's a harrowing episode. It's a journey. What if your best gal was smacked around by the living dead? Huh? I'd be upset about it. Wouldn't be anything to laugh about then, would it? I'm so sick of these white knights saving me from zombies. Yeah. (laughs) That's That's what Goku was in this episode. I thought you were going to call Spokovich a white knight, but yeah. He's not. Goku is one, though. He's definitely white. and He's so white. And And they show him in a flashback, and he's gotten paler. Yeah. Well... We simply can't get well, into it. We can't it, talk about it. Yet. <laughs> we Not simply yet. cannot talk about it. Man. Instead, we have to talk about the events of the day. Uh, if something oh. happened recently that was interesting. Yeah, what's oh, well. in the news? I'm flipping through. I got a big paper out here. Oh, Ooh, mm. what's it? Mm. What's on the docket? Oh, page B. Oh, okay. let me flip to that. Yeah, page B. Uh, Love page B. B. We should number some, these. Yeah. Well, you know. The New York Times subscription I get every day is robust, and there's just so much good unbiased takes in there, and I just got to put it all on your news desk to read for us, the fans. Housing market's Mm -hmm. up. That's good for owners like me. Oh, yeah. Great. You know, I'm so sick of these tenants not paying their rent. They got free money last year. They're so lazy. They just don't want to work. They never index their wages to the price of oil, and it shows. (laughs) It shows. None of these tenants bought a house in 2008, and it shows. There are too many tenants on this goddamn plane. Stakes on a plane for yeah, land. Motherfucking yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. 
I'm trying to evict these goddamn snakes. <laughs> this is what happens when you record at the Lord's hour of 11 a.m. I, I have... usually give this hour to the Lord specifically. So, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Austin is still I... in his priest's garb. I was mid sermon. <laughs> We should I'm enjoy even it. asking what Lawson does during the day, and it's about time we addressed it. He's not the clergy. To, to be clear, I don't have any... I, I don't give my sermon to anybody. I practice it in the mirror. For you were on the edge of your seat when we were covering Helsing. Now that it's over, I feel like I can say that. Just Yeah. Divinity school is really classist. You know, you can just... Be a man of God wherever you feel like it and God. just preach to right. your Twitch followers. And yeah, uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> is that, that's the new Twitch genre is sermons. It's got to be there? a thing already. I, I, I was about to say, the Lord gives me strength to smite my enemies in League of Legends. <laughs> Everyone, put your hands up. Gamers don't believe in that. I may top deck my way through Slay the Spire. Here I go. Lord, guide my hand. Okay. um, I've got a list up right now of the best Christian streamers on Twitch. Thank God. Finally, video game streaming for me, the pure of heart. Right, mm-hmm. because while I often enjoy watching playthroughs of my favorite games, I can be tempted by these vixens in their hot tubs. I know. That's, That's the last thing I want. Women should be married Plus. and off Twitch. And all, get them off Twitch. Get them, get them off Twitch. Everyone knows a strong household has a man that holds all the streams, and the women are there to just collect the gains, okay? <laughs> they that's, collect that's, bits from the I chat. like a 1950s <laughs> traditional household where the man goes out and streams every day to provide for the rest of his 3.5 children. <laughs> and I will have hot Mountain Dew and pizza rolls ready for his return. <laughs> Honey, these pizza rolls are cold! Clatters against the wall. Oh, I... <laughs> Uh, so I got these Christian streamers up and I love Christian streamers one of my favorite comics go ahead Christian streamers Ah. mostly seem to be just churches twitch accounts that's that's so fucking funny so it's like here at Divine Stations of the Cross we have a very lively youth room and we even let the kids they, we let them get on the net. We let them get on the net. <laughs> these are the They're top. Pretty cool. These are the top streamers. Number one, Holy Trinity Anglican. Anglican? Okay. Yeah. Well, a- that's Anglican Skywalker. Anglican <laughs> yeah. Skywalker. It, it, right. it says at Holy Trinity Anglican Church, we follow the Anglican mission, which is defined by the church's five marks of mission. Nothing in there about what games they're playing. And then if you go to the next one, they're it's, probably just using it as a, a platform to proselytize. I'd imagine. I right? think they are, but it makes me wonder how you get what games they doing in there, though. Yeah, what's the most Christian video game? Mm. Dragon Ball Z Fighters. <laughs> of kings, yeah. king of fighters, king yeah. of fighters, monster reborn. 
Yeah. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Assassin's Creed does have some important <laughs> values. Some Christians in there, right? <laughs> I'm going to say game, right? <laughs> Sid Meier's Revolution, but you can only play as the West. <laughs> There's one called Bible Boys Church. That's a guy in a 10-gallon hat with a microphone. Ooh, Bible Boys. Are they He's friends a- with the Whiskey Brothers? <laughs> It's. I think it is. It says it's the world's first virtual mega church. One point two million followers, so they're hitting it. Damn. Maybe we should just rebrand. I could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My hair could be gay, or it could be a Christian soccer mom. Who you know? When you're mm. so straight, you get confused and do really gay shit. So yeah. <laughs> currently, we gave Katie's hair the moonstone to hold, but if we switch it to the Eucharist, it will transform into something more palatable. Yeah. The Eucharist. Uh, what color? What color Eucharists? <laughs> what color are their bread? They're so, bread. Oh, bread okay. <laughs> My bad. But they are also confused. Christ's body and flesh. So this has gotten there... <laughs> weird. <laughs> I feel like I need They're to steer both. this out of this zone. They're both. <laughs> Easter's <laughs> coming up. Oh, uh, yeah. And more uh, importantly, Passover. And more importantly, yeah. Purim has passed, so I don't have to explain Judaism to people this week. Do they make you? Do you have to explain it? What is, like, is it well, because law? people who don't live in New York don't know what Purim oh, is. So true. every year, some post goes viral of some like poor Hasidic kid in like you know a weird Halloween costume. Everyone's like, "Look, what the fuck is this?" And I'm like, "Listen, I don't love the Hasidim, but you also don't have to be anti-Semitic on Maine. You can have it both ways." Right. <laughs> like, true. Of course, there's a That's holiday true. for cats. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Some kind of cat holiday. Well, there's always someone like, why are there cages on their buildings? That's so fucked up. And I'm like, so the baby doesn't fall Those the are window, windows. You freak. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ever since Eric Clapton's child, we have been on watch yeah. citywide. It's like it's you don't Eric have Clapton tenements bars. where you live, lady. Sorry, you have a coldy sack. <laughs> okay. Hell <laughs> yeah. It's the one silver lining of the Clapton incident. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've been meaning Besides to talk the- to you about that, Lawson. <laughs> Eric does not want you to refer to it that way anymore. He's messaging no. into the show a lot. Oh, yeah. man. He, you but- know he's a prominent listener. Yeah. He gave $100 to get Pedophile High School 2 made. <laughs> He did, and he's pissed we're not doing that. He's just kind of, we're on the outs with him sort of this year. It's been a rough, rough time. You can't keep this man fucking happy. He says he thinks horses are boring. (laughs) We're never getting that cover of Layla where they changed the name to Bulma. (laughs) (laughs) He was gonna do it. Bulma. You got me on my knees, Bulma. <laughs> He's gonna do one with Regina's voice <laughs> with your capsule technologies. This is important work. <laughs> yep, I'm sorry, I've been recording a lot of horse material this week. That's why I have the good mic out. Can you tell? No, no. 
Why would you not have the good mic out? crystal clear. Why would you not always have the good mic out? Because I gotta get a whole mixer out normally. Oh, okay. I was like, what are we fucking chop liver? <laughs> Alex, well, I don't bring up the good it's a special occasion. Out. I'll get it out, but otherwise, I mean, yeah. that's a lot of table space for the mixer. Usually, he's pulling a Jamie Loftus and just calling us from lunch or whatever. Hello, <laughs> I'm at the coffee shop. <laughs> what if Layla was Bulma? Oh, the waitress is here. Hold on, I'll be back. The waitress is here. <laughs> Yeah, we did uh we did all the good mics last week live in the stew. That was pretty I fun. know. I'm sorry that my body is frail and that a slight breeze gives me strep throat. <laughs> well, this is kind of a good episode to have you back, Katie, because it's about zombies and yeah. that's kind of what you're turning into before our very eyes. Well, it's common knowledge I died in 2007. That's correct. It's finally, it's taken a while for my corporal form to start to just wither, but it's finally here. And, you know, thank God for that. Praise him. Praise him. Praise praise his message and praise his light. (laughs) He is the sheep and the lamb. (laughs) And also, I'm the (laughs) lamb and I'm lost. And he's the shepherd, but he's also a sheep. And he can be both and he is. And if you got to get this right or we'll burn you to death. Yeah, I uh, listen. When I was like 21, (laughs) I tried to get my tonsils out, and the doctor yelled at me. And now I'm thinking that was the right move to get them out. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, it sounds like your tonsils get infected a lot. What did the doc was the doctor yelling at you about that, or was it about something else? Yeah, well, I uh, at the like the Knicks losing or something. I no, it was about that. I I had a very obvious like throat infection. It was like you know the fifth time that year or whatever, and I was like, hey, I feel like I should get these useless organs removed. And he was like, people always want to get their tonsils out, and I don't like it's not a fit. And I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to do it. Okay, I got a busy week. Yeah, I'm like very sick. So you just give me the the meds and I'll leave. And then now here we are, the ten years later. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> we would just let our doctors use the tonsils that they take out to craft new items, like an Elden Ring. They would have an incentive to perform more operations. Yeah, they should have like a base camp where they can weld. I'm sick of doctors tonsil guilting people. This is yeah. this is an epidemic. Spread far and wide, and I think it's horseshit. We're making jokes now. We're gonna get all these like annoying messages. Like, actually, the tonsils have been shown to. Uh, I don't care. So Take them important. out. I want pieces of my body removed, and uh, I demand it as an American. And we start with the tonsils, and then we yeah. move south. Katie and I have established on the show we're getting the surgery to fuse our two bodies into one monster shape. So yeah, I'm ready to be the chimera that I've always wanted to be. I'm like that uh, dog girl from Full Metal Alchemist that makes you cry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. except like fun. Like like cool. Like, like, a, like a cool fun version. What if that sitting as God had some sick? riffs (laughs) well okay here's the problem you take the girl who's sad and you mix it with a sad dog of course you're gonna get a sad dog girl (laughs) what if you mix that girl with scooby-doo 
Yeah. Mm. I'm a all sad of a sudden, girl. she's what solving if mysteries. I mix myself with Cartoon Network himself. <laughs> <laughs> like the little eyeball thing? What am I thinking of? What? New game. What am I thinking of? Does Cartoon <laughs> Network have a mastodon? What the fuck are you talking I think about? the C and the N of Cartoon Network. Oh, okay. yeah. That's. Doesn't the C have eyes on it or something? I, I think, think they right. have eyes and they make, they're kind of like the Pixar they have, letters. They're like they living letters. Don't they have handsies also? Yeah, they do. All, they're pretty much like sentient beings. <laughs> pretty much. It's a C and N chimera, essentially. Yeah, like if a sponge is technically alive, the C and N letters are alive. <laughs> I googled Cartoon Network mascot and it says it's the jester. And... Hmm. It's from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, but it's like a clown, and it's terrifying. I haven't, as an adult woman without cable, I have not actually watched Cartoon Network since... And it shows. So, in a very long time. It's okay. I love cartoons. I, I, I do partake of a child's cartoon, but my favorite genre of angry adult on the internet is ones that are angry that a children's cartoon is a children's cartoon. They're like, yeah. this cartoon has no commentary about queer representation in the South. And I'm like, it's a fucking <laughs> like dog that like hits himself with a frying pan. Fucking relax. <laughs> One of Ben's 10 needs to be queer. spicy morning tweet podcast we're holding them to a lower standard katie listen we need to hold everyone to the same standard oh god (laughs) i don't understand how the mass commentary this morning isn't that more celebrities should fight each other on tv that should be the only conversation we're having (laughs) if you make a if you're a millionaire, you have to get into a physical altercation with another millionaire on television for free at least every six months for the public's viewing pleasure. You owe it so to talk us. About Chris you owe it to us, honestly. Chris yeah. Rock and Will Smith at the, the 91st Grammys last night. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't. The Kids' I Choice Awards. I wasn't watching yeah. it because I don't fuck with that, but then I checked my phone and then everyone was like, freaking out and i'm like well i simply must see a man slap another man in the face on television it's all i want i mean chris rock shook that shit off like he was fucking brian danielson or something that was crazy what a he professional just took that shit and just like kept going you can tell he's been hit a lot in his I life say, like, i feel like chris rock gets hit a lot like you know yeah, probably. and what i, I love is like the veneer of respectability politics but i'm like I think the only thing that can save this from irrelevancy is if you just have to fight for your your Oscar. <laughs> but here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that'd this be fire. Like, this is, I also, to be, like, just to make this clear, I pitched this as an open mic idea once and everyone was like, no. And I'm like, no, you have it's to a bad idea. fight to get off the list. But now used to have, <laughs> no, wait. Yes. Nell was on the show where you fight, and we've yes. talked about it before. Oh, right. It's what inherent conflict. What had happened was, Vanell, he's talked to me about this since, and what he said was, it was him against his good friend, AJ Thompson. And as soon as the fight started, according to Vanell, he blacked out. It doesn't remember what happened. 
Right, the animal was unleashed is what happened. <laughs> and then he hurt his throat. friend. <laughs> arf, arf. And uh, then his friend was forced to perform comedy after, which really is the cruelest part of the whole that's thing. The, kind of the worst part of all Honestly, of Honestly, it's, it's the only way to save the fucking genre. Like, hey, it's a bad idea. Make them fight. Make them fight. I don't know why you want to hurt AJ this way. Because <laughs> comedy, stand-up comedy in its purest form is so cringy, but if you f- literally fought your way up to that stage, you have my attention. I will listen to your little skits. <laughs> Who here is swiping? <laughs> you you me holding up the belt like, yeah! That's I mean, a champ! He's I mean, swiping! Yeah. <laughs> he can't believe these vegan options! Woo! Yeah, I mean... Oh God, no! Yeah, but that—that that was the impetus. For, can you guys hear that? Is that? Oh, um. <laughs> no, I don't All hear right. the Bill De Blasio uh, uh, stuff. <laughs> okay, today. well, we do that sometimes. Was, that was the impetus for the broken battle comedy. Except we were like, you can't follow fighting with comedy, so we just put the fighting at the end of the show. Yeah, that makes Part, way yes. more sense. That's way more yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what people came to see. But about <laughs> Chris Rock and Will Smith. Yeah. And how they're both yeah. millionaires. Yeah. Will Smith is so much richer than Chris Rock. He is so much yeah. richer than Chris Rock, but Chris Rock is still very, very wealthy. Will I don't Smith feel is bad. around. <laughs> Will Smith to Chris Rock is the same level of wealth disparity as Chris Rock to you, I think. Will I, Smith I'm sorry, owns... Chris Rock is hosting the Oscars. I don't feel, I'm sorry, I don't feel bad. I think you they gotta, should. You got it. He could be killed. He could be hunted down in the streets by the I Am Legend crew. Like, yes, uh, Will Smith no doubt has Epstein Island money. But I'm just saying, if you're like on the, if you're in like the front three rows of the Oscars, I, and you're, or you're on stage, y'all can fist fight. I don't The care. California <laughs> Fire Department uses Will Smith's house as a helicopter base. Really? To launch operations from the estate. That can't be true. Chris <laughs> Rock's life is at risk. <laughs> Look it up. Read okay. a book. If, if Will had slapped like... What if it was know. Kevin Hart? Would you say that was more of an even fight? It would, mm. and you know Kevin Hart would start fighting back, and that's where that's the fun true. begins. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Hart would swing back. He'd be like calling Dwayne the Rock on the phone. He'd be like, yeah, I'm friends go. with Dwayne. I'll call him. I'll he's call a him. tiny guy, and he's in incredible shape. Yeah. I think he would have he would have ducked the slap, did a go behind. Okay, but I think you're missing the point. (laughs) Which celebrities do you want to see again a fist fight in tuxedos to win an Oscar? Like I would respect Nicole Kitman so much more if she got her tracks pulled out before she even touched that stage, okay? Mm. (laughs) I I think I actually want to see Leo fight somebody. He's got Um, alcoholic head, so you know he's ready to go, even if he's master. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if he can actually fight, but he can take a lot. He's got that, you know, screaming in a bar face. Those punches he threw in the departed weren't terrible. Yeah, that's true. Um, that was like <laughs> 20 yeah, that, million years Irish ago. <laughs> it was 14 be, years ago. All the Irish screw, the Damons and the Ben Afflecks, they all got to be ready to go. We have this whole 
machine. We have a whole machine cranking out buff men to pretend to be fighting on the movie screen. We should at least have a section of it that is a mud a wrestling smackdown between like Jason yeah. Momoa if, and like if you get well, paid, if, no, if no, no. I think if, if you're already an action star who like does stunts and stuff, you are exempt. Like the Jackie Chan's of the world, if you jumped off a building for fun, like you're good, homie. I'm yeah, talking you don't, about you don't want Jason like, Statham to get on this. If you're hot, Kumail. You gotta fight for those abs. I'm sorry. You gotta, like, you gotta, fight gotta go get in a fist fight with Chris Pratt. There can only be one. <laughs> if you oh, want to be Kingo, one. you gotta get in the Ringo. <laughs> and, and that's the how, bottom line. This is how I feel. <laughs> this is this is how we save the industry. You gotta get Johnny, in the Ringo. Johnny Depp versus Matthew McConaughey. For oh, having the, the inverse, winning that all the way, but I just really inverse trajectories of careers. That's the oh. that's the that's, the, that's what you put on the market. Interesting. Yeah, that's good writing. Yeah, that's really smart. Um, well, oh, I think mean, we have a lot more ideas to cover, but there was a really exciting email I saw that I thought we should maybe uh, tackle in this week's uh, Donald Trump dates. Then, then Goku, they feel very, very strongly about Boo. Wouldn't it be great if we got along with the androids? You know, it's a spicy time for Donald Trump dates. I'm sure this one's good. I was grabbed by the title. Okay. Uh, which is only it's like written like a sentence, like only the first letter is capitalized. It says, I've always been able to trust you. Uh, <laughs> are we getting drunk emails from Donald Trump? <laughs> it said from Don- he doesn't drink. It, can- huh. it can't be drunk emails from Donald Trump. Uh, always. Go ahead. Always. The, our entire lives. He's trusted us. Here's the beginning. It says, friend, I've always been able to trust you. It was patriots like you who built this country, and it is patriots like you who are going to save this country. We built this country on rock and roll. Rockets, John Adams. I need more Liberty Bell on the track. Ding dong, bitch. Keep going. Uh, We are standing up against... Some of the most sinister forces, entrenched interests, and vicious opponents our people have ever seen. But no matter how big or powerful these corrupt radicals may be, you must never forget. This is bolded and in a bigger font. This nation does not belong to them. This nation belongs to you. They're really scared of, like, black people, huh? (laughs) Right. Well, they the corrupt real, ones. They're very scared. <laughs> is, them, is them capitalized in bold and all that? Yes, it is also in bold. If and I then it's a cross out and it's the N-word written next to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I, you can't see that because of how, like, word processing works, but I can, you know, maybe. Them strike through how I really feel. Um, so th- now we're down to the core of the email. I'm holding a rally in a top secret location very soon. Top secret is also in caps. And I'm inviting you to join me there. And I'm even told my team to set aside some time for us to meet and take a photo together. <laughs> Does I mean, the sad thing about this is this, oh, got, this works on some real soft brain people. They're like, this is to me specifically. I... Where do you think the meeting is? 
Do you think really the secret care. location is like a weird like bunker they're building to like breed the new white race in like a subterranean cave? Well, here's the thing is Trump <laughs> event secret location. You can just start in Florida because it's going to yeah. be in Florida. The question yeah. is just where. I mean, I'm really going. They're they're really trying to build the new the new white race. So it's going to be on a sex criminal boat and in the swamp where they can't reach have, them. Yes, subterranean breeding, uh, 101 through 107. Yeah, <laughs> they're breeding girls with dogs. The Uberman should be created to make the whitest girls you could ever imagine. They keep coming out sad. Uh, the I don't like girls, it. The girls know. are sad. Zuberman <laughs> projects. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist dog girl is really tickling me today. <laughs> I can't get over it. What a bar- what a barrel laughs that episode was. <laughs> Just can't. I'm laughing. You Every know, time I think a show Tucker Brotherhood is back, I smile. I actually never watched Brotherhood. So Brotherhood takes the dog girl thing, which is normally two episodes, and makes it one episode. And it is a little funny when you do it that way. <laughs> it's just I don't like know about that, Alex. You that. lose a lot of emotional weight. It's just like kind of like bam, dog girl. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it does escalate quickly, but <laughs> I yeah, uh, Brotherhood is it's faster paced in general. You ever look at a dog girl and think that escalated quickly? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if there's an appropriate escalation time, but either way, it's quickly. Her dad's got to get killed by a a refugee. I mean, he deserves it. I can't wait to cover Full Metal Alchemist in its entirety, starting (laughs) next week. (laughs) It's a good show. Well, that's it for Trump dates. Trump dates. Oh, what a great Trump date. I'm glad that he can trust us. His close Yeah, I just wanted to remind everybody that we're like in with him. (laughs) Yeah. These are the the ones that don't get filtered into the promotions folder, by the way. We have a lot more in the promotions folder. The content keeps coming. We mostly do it for the clout. Well, this, this has been a lot of fun here today. And boy, am I clutching my sides. But what I'm also clutching is the advertisement sent in to ballinoutsuper at gmail.com. Do you have an ad, a product that you want people from Tumblr formally to hear about? <laughs> send it to ballinoutsuper at gmail.com. Super at gmail.com. $5. No, not $5. Sorry, wrong thing. $20. How much is it? $20? It's $20. And we will read your ad for Did your you say product. $5? We're already thinking, criminally underselling this stuff. I thought, I, I got confused. I was thinking of the Patreon. Um, Just $5. Listen, for $5 you're the one that chose day. $20, you fucking weaselly bitch. Well, you uh, can get a lot of stuff with $20. Yeah, all right. Like an ad on Ballin' Out Super. Yeah, do, or like... Uh, do you like it when a dyslexic reads your ad? Or when <laughs> Alex Patak shits all over it? Come on down. I have only the utmost respect for these products and the advertisers who send them to me for the price of 10 Big Macs, which I believe are $2 now. 
Wow. That can't be correct. This fucking I think economy. due to inflation. I mean, I haven't okay. been in a while. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't know either, but okay. Yeah. I just say an entire hamburger for a dollar doesn't seem right. It's kind of criminal. It definitely. It doesn't taste right either. <laughs> and it seems, taste uh, right. The, the Thousand Island's doing a lot. It's mostly a Thousand Island on bread. Can we be honest about that sandwich? It's but it, <laughs> they give you extra bread. They give yeah. you a third layer That's of, what I think of when club I, hamburger. We have an ad this week. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, this we actually have a very exciting ad this week from The Center in Denver, Colorado. Oh, The That's Center. Right. Hope it's not a cult. What, what do we got? The Center, where the air is thin and the weed is... Chiefin. The center is a cultivator and retailer of high quality cannabis products in the Denver metro area. I want to start with that. It also lets go and also based. Yeah. If you live in or around Denver and you want to access affordable, high quality cannabis products, you pay us a visit here at the center. We don't have a guy who's like the Pope or some kind of important cult-like position. We just sell weed. Our name okay. is the center because we're the center of weed. Okay. We're in so. the center of your joint, putting in that special little stuff. So they're a dispensary, I take it. Go well, they're to a center. the center in Denver, Colorado. And can I, I just say sit- some stuff about their cultivators and staff? I would love for you to say some things about their cultivators and staff. Okay, Katie, they are so professional and work hard to bring you the highest quality possible cannabis product in Denver, Colorado. Wow. I bet that's hard <laughs> in a place like Denver, Colorado, because the air so thin. Yeah, they're. I mean, you gotta deal with a lot of uh, stupid people in Denver, Colorado, but not at the center. Yeah. The center's a place. They'll treat you right. They will tell you the strain. And they'll show you the jar. I don't know how it works in Colorado. Just going off Oregon here. Have you ever been to a dispensary? I'm always scared when I go in there. I've been to it. Well, because I was was living in Portland during legal weed time. So it's just like a store you go into. (laughs) Yeah. I went went to, to one in... Uh, LA with uh, a couple of friends. It was dope. It yeah. was cool. I mean, you have to like show <laughs> show that you're of age, and then you just go in, and then it's just like it is. It's like a store. And then you just describe what you want, and they give it to you. But like a cool store, you know, when yeah. people like ask about what type of strains you're into. And shit. Well, this isn't yeah. a store so much as it is a center, and its products are grown locally with the customer in mind. So maybe that's a little different than what you're used to. Oh, yeah, that is different than what I'm used to. Thanks. Yeah, it's a little, you might not be ready for it, but if you are, you can check out their website at thecenterco.com or you can call them at 720-941-8872, which if I had the equipment set up, I would do on air right now, (laughs) but I don't. And so we're not doing that. You guys deliver to Queens. (laughs) 
we have weekly deals for you to take advantage of in multiple price tiers, and you have to be 21. And Gohan's father wasn't there for him, but the center is there for you and all your cannabis-based needs. Thanks, you know, the center. So true. I I think the marriage of Dragon Ball Z and marijuana is one that is harmonious and beautiful. So thank you for your sponsorship, the center. I mean, what do you think Grandpa Gro- Gohan was growing in the backyard? <laughs> what do you think Grandpa has a T-shirt with uh, uh, Goku spirit Goku bombing a nugga weed. weed? It's beautiful. I want. I haven't worn that it. one in forever because it's made of like a like sports jersey you like material. Yeah, and- I know. Yeah. That like cheap thing that when you get it off wish, it's like uh, you're afraid if you sweat, it's gonna dissolve. It <laughs> sticks on you in this really crazy way, like it goes in my tum. It sticks in my little tum when I sit down. It says, "Hey, I'm 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 your shirt. I want to be part of you. I'm gonna cling to every crevasse of your body. <laughs> your body is a wonderland. I'm a shirt." Wow, your body is Wonderland. Um, hey, who wants to talk about Dragon Ball Z? Lawson? I think I would love nothing more. Wow, Dragon Ball Z, what a show. Wow. Um, the title of this episode is An Eerie Entity. Who exactly is Popovich? Question who mark? are these who people? Is he? Who and- let him in here? <laughs> Who, who let the Spobovich into the tournament of fighting? Ah, fuck. Last week, there were fights. Uh, Krillin fought, and then uh, Piccolo got psyched out. Yeah, and we're going to get into that. <laughs> um, but now... He's, he's shook. It's time for our Queen of Mean, Videl, to fight. And that's where we are in this uh, little martial arts tournament. Let's this go. little lady's stepping into the ring. Oh my god, I took that note. They, <laughs> The announcer keeps pulling a JR where he's like, this fine young female athlete. <laughs> She's just so wonderful. What a nice girl. And you're like, you can't say that anymore. She uh, certainly ain't no Jezebel like my <laughs> ex-wife. <laughs> um, so we open up. It's time for Fidel to fight. And she's the people's choice. They're all cheering Videl, Videl. And I have a question here. This is the world martial arts tournament, right? Like, presumably anyone in the world can enter. Presumably. Under, yeah, I would presume that. But it seems like the entire crowd is from, like, Satan City. Well, they're the locals, you know. I'm sure some people flew in. They're on an island, not in Satan City. They're just like in fucking the like oh the Pacific Islands or whatever. Huh. Well, I mean, maybe Satan City people get priority tickets. I guess so because the world champ city. I guess so. Yeah. Um, their public schools are not doing well because one of her friends has a sign with her name spelt with a B. Right. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, they really need to study more. Um, the people cheer, and Spopovich, her opponent, walks to the ring and growls. Guys, this guy, Spopovich, I don't know. 
There's something kind of weird about him, huh? I just can't put my finger on it, Katie. He does seem to have a tattoo of the letter M on his forehead. and he oh, That's what have... I was going to mention. It was the yeah. M. And yeah. uh, he also seems to have been bottom of the card in all previous events. It's, and everyone just wants to remind you of that, that he's very different now. He's and he no keeps drooling bottom. on his face. Yeah. And, he's and the got... drool is purple. Yeah. And the drool is purple. What does that mean? His veins are busting out of his head and skin, and he should and drink some water. It seems onesie. like he's, and he's doing... constantly growling. Yeah, and Videl says what we're all thinking: Can we say ick? Yep. Um, What's Krillin... the deal with this guy? Have you got a load sass. of this? That's the type of sass you need in your top baby face, you know. Now I know what you're saying. This episode's all about Videl fighting. No, it's actually about men reacting to things. So we caught uh, Krillin staring intensely and our little tiny purple friend from last episode is walking over to Piccolo who just stormed off and uh, they glare at each other for 10 minutes, it seems. Uh, And, uh, you know, we get shots of the crowd. Videl and her, her school of illiterate friends are there and Chi Chi is popping off. She can't believe how popular Videl is. And Yamcha just put together that Gohan's shipping her, and he's a little too into it, even though he's totally cucked out holding someone else's baby while Bulma tells him to shut the fuck up. I feel very bad for Yamcha this episode. Remember when Yamcha was cool? (laughs) First of all, Yamcha looks amazing. He and yet great. he yeah. is essentially holding someone's purse this whole episode. I'm like, you should be trolling for tail up and down this tournament, bro. Yeah, it looks like he's like stopped drinking, like he's like all like fresh looking. He's all he is dressed up nice. A low-cut white shirt that shows off his massive pecs and then a fitted yellow suit. He looks like he's ready to score every bored girlfriend that went to the concession stand. And honestly, bro, that's where you should be. That's, what that's he not what he's doing. He's here to support the women in his life who are mothers, and he is proud of them, <laughs> and he wants to see their children grow with the seed of other men. <laughs> that is what he's doing, Alex. You're fucking right, damn you. <laughs> but the thing is, I bet he loves MILFs. You know what I he mean? Does. Like, my man uh, loves right. blowing a MILF's mind. So I'm I, pretty sure there's an the episode where, where he wears a shirt that says MILFs on it. I think milf, I've seen it. White milk <laughs> chocolate. Uh, he, he, uh, they cut around the scenes where he goes to Chi-Chi and he's like, I can't help but notice that both Goku and Piccolo's not in the stands right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we go, you know, the, the announcer comes out, little Mean Gene, he goes, uh, match three begins. Let's go. But Still not fighting. Uh, we go back to little purple pal. Ask Piccolo. He, he, they, they break their glare off. And he's like, hello, other friend. He goes, uh, is there something wrong? And Piccolo goes, can I ask you something? Are you like the grand guy? And he's like, his friend comes out the corner. And he's like, that's the stupidest shit I ever heard. He's no. the su- Supreme Kai, you dumb bitch. Wrong. To which, 
uh, Piccolo Galaxy Brains because he is like, Toriyama told me they weren't going to pull this. Right. Well, you know, and I use this expression a lot, but he soy faces. Yeah. He thinks it is epic. The Supreme Kai is there and his mouth opens all the way and he goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> There's a lot of times they cuck characters on uh, Dragon Ball Z. You know, Yamcha is an example. But, like, seeing Piccolo, like, sweat is so disturbing to me. (laughs) The fact that Piccolo is selling so hard for this guy who, spoilers, is a jobber, (laughs) Um, is fucking so upsetting. He's selling so hard for this. Like, he's, bro, he, he, like, walked right up to Frieza. Somebody who murdered his entire planet. <laughs> but you know what Just the thing like, is? No this sweat. is a This is a powerful bureaucrat. And as right. we learn in Dragon Ball Super, they could send Beerus-sama down to the nice area, and then he could just kill the whole planet for no reason. <laughs> this is where... And this is not in the show, so we have to just guess this is what he's thinking. Th- but... This is... I, you know what? You know what? When I watched Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, what I really wanted was more bureaucracy. That's more bureaucracy. Yeah, <laughs> I think also I can almost get around it. It's like Namekians are implied to be these almost like spiritual tree people, and like they're attuned to like the greater workings of the universe. That's why they can make Dragon Balls and stuff. So I could get it to be like. He doesn't want to fuck him up out of respect or something. But the fact that they have to, this is the first time they do what plagues super where they're like, oh yeah, just in case you're wondering why this matters, I'm going to talk to you out of context for a little too long about, you know, the order of operations here. Uh, There's four Kai's, you know, those there's a grand Kai. You're kind of familiar. Turns out there's like a, third boss we never told you about and now you gotta care and that shit sucks <laughs> that <Yeah>. sucks <laughs> you have to care about who's in charge of the galaxy now it's like, he's yeah, the regional manager of, of space yeah I don't give a fuck and my favorite part is there's a shot of King North Kai who's you know watching I guess everything in space and he's like Oh shit! My boss, I've never met. Yeah, right. yeah that, I mean, they yeah. were just filling. They were filling in for that because they were like, "Shouldn't he have said something?" Let's cut to him <laughs> being like, "I should have said something." That's what I'm saying. Like, it's so clearly just like a, a quick retcon, and you're just like, Ugh, "Yeah." Gross. Well, I also just like is that like they can all sense power levels, so. Which is like a key plot point <laughs> of this episode <laughs> that they're literally in. And so, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, okay. So, and then the funniest part is so he walks off, and then Goku's like, hey, was that guy mean to you? You want me to fuck him up? <laughs> yeah, that actually was great. That was, like, that was classic Goku. Like, he's like, you want me to fucking give him a white four? And he's like, <laughs> no, he's God. Leave him alone. Yeah. In what circumstance would Piccolo ever have you give him a what for? Just uh, sell, I mean, exactly. right? No. <laughs> Pretty much. 
That's what Piccolo usually fights his own battles. Also, because Piccolo yeah. would Joe do it. He doesn't need to be protected. He would fight by... his own battles, and yeah, once again, seeing him sweat and get all bug eyes like really upsetting. It's like when you see Vegeta in the apron that time cooking for beer. Weiss, you're like, what's yeah. what's happening? Feminist. I just like to point out, man. if Goku did beat the fuck out of Supreme Kai, literally nothing would happen. Nothing would happen. <laughs> it would just be like. Wow, you're as strong as they said you are. You are truly the Goku. <laughs> yeah, you you're really are Goku. Goku. Um, now we finally see Videl and Spopovich fight. Um, she kicks and punches him a lot. It's cool. And then we get a lot of peanut gallery shots. There's two fighters that are in the competition on the side. Like, uh, Spopovich seems different. Uh, for some reason. Let's not mention the tattoo on his head. Uh, He doesn't seem right, somebody says. Uh, Videl keeps knocking him the fuck out, essentially. Uh, But he keeps getting back up. And Videl really is putting on a good fight. She's doing a lot of kickies and punches. She's owning him. But he just won't stay down. She finally suplexes him and everyone's like, accent rest! And then... uh, He's fine. Katie, I got to point out, none of these fighters ever play for the ring out. The ring out is an equally valid expression of victory in this tournament, and it should be respected as such. I know. I think it's hard for her to knock him out of the ring because of the weight differential between them. Wait, when she does does that that suplex, it seems like she could have suplexed him literally out of the ring. Out of the suplex, that's true. And by the the rules of the tournament, it seems like you only get a ring out if you physically touch the ground. So she, like, suplexed him, but she wasn't touching the ground, but, like, was hanging off the side. I'm just saying, dog. If she did a side floating suplex loss. Yeah. It yeah, would have she been like, curtains. If she just got like her weight underneath and popped the hips over, threw him back, you know, backdrop style and out of the ring. Yeah. Why yeah, is so he I, in the tournament? <laughs> I don't know. So he's fine. And now he's like foaming at the mouth and shit. And then so she goes in again. She like elbows him and kicks him. And, uh, you know, we go back to the peanut gallery of Goku, Krillin, and Gohan. And they're like, how is she doing? And, you know, Gohan's so proud of his girl. He's like, she's outclassed him at every angle. That's my lady. And then Vegeta's oh, like, <laughs> Vegeta's like, y'all are too easily impressed. <laughs> Which I love. He's like, hey, he's shit. not wrong, but I I love Gohan's supporting Riddell, though, like, without, you know. I, I kind of like, like, this is the good kind of simpy Gohan. This is positive yeah, yeah. simping. Well, he's he's like telling his friend, like, yeah, no, my friend, she's she's real cool, you guys. Yeah, she's not a Saiyan, but you know, she's cool. She beats people up. Listen, <laughs> she's Gina. holding her own. She can at least get to a Krillin level, I think. Like, I mean, it's yeah, worth, why not? Yeah. It's worth pointing out because we don't say this often enough. Vegeta at this form in the show is wearing gloves. Yes. Like Michael Jackson with a sleeveless T-shirt. He is wearing a, a wife beater and gloves. Mickey and Mouse style gloves. <laughs> I mean, Vegeta. More spoilers. He is contemplating his his heel turn. So yeah. he is. Yeah, he's getting he's getting revved up for that. Um, I should get a face tattoo like Machine Gun Kelly. Oh God! Maybe an Dude. M for Machine Dude. Gun Kelly. The biggest poser in the game. Uh, So he's down again, 
And that's when the announcer's like, look at this lady, little lady go. And uh, join me on this journey, fellas. Do you feel like the voice actors were kind of going off the rails on this? Because they cut away from him, but the guy keeps talking and goes, I need a better writer. <laughs> like, Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like that was added. I was looking at it part, I think. Yeah. They're having fun. Uh, it's Dragon Ball Z Kai. We're all having fun. Yeah. We go to the women yeah. in the stands. Chi-Chi is marrying off Fidel in her mind because, as we know, Chi-Chi met, you know, fought Goku in a tournament. So she's, like, you know, reliving the thrill of marriage, but also, like, she knows Fidel's loaded. So she's like, let's get this baby carriage going. Mm-hmm. Guys, get what? Uh, Spopovich? Still she's- fine. What's the deal with him? This is classic monster heel booking, bro. He just can't be killed. He's a monster. This is one tough really customer. That's, he is one tough customer. That's, yeah, I, I really, really um, I'm kind of glazing over it, but they really just keep cutting to, there's three peanut galleries. There's Goku and crew. There's two fighters in the corner. And then there's a crowd. And every single time they cut to anyone, they're like, "Who? what's with this guy? I thought he used to suck. He seems different. Does he seem different to you? And here's the thing. He's not different in that he's fighting better. He's not landed a blow yet. Vidal is just, he's just a punching bag. He just, he just yeah. won't stay down, though. But he's a big yeah. bag. Yeah, she's, she's dominating him. He just won't die. Um, he, like, tripled his hit points. <laughs> It's at this point that Goku and Vegeta share a meaningful glance. <laughs> and uh, uh, Spopovich finally barrels at Fidel. And, uh, but then she boots him in the head and does like a people's elbow and then gut punches him a bunch and then knees him in the face. And then he goes down like a fifth time. It's a sick combo. With a head into the cement. And uh, that's when they're like, it's over! Right. There's no way he can medically clear this. <laughs> uh, they have fine. the EMTs out. Yeah, I was gonna say they're about to come out with the yeah, the, the like that the, guys the with the gloves on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw the uh, out. He's fine. Uh, and that's when Goku uh, eerie music is playing, and Goku looks at his son, and he's like, "She needs to drop out right now." And uh, everyone's like, what the fuck, Goku? She's like dominating this match. And he's like, but but dad, she's winning. You haven't been in my life <laughs> but Goku's for seven like, years. <laughs> yeah, what is that conversation going to happen? <laughs> but he's like, but I have a meaningful stare, you see, uh, which is more important than raising you. <laughs> so I know I put over Gohan before for supporting Badel, but also I did hate this. I hate because I hate that Gohan should also be able to tell everything that Goku and Vegeta can sense. He's as good as them, but he is um, oblivious to what's happening for some reason. You know, he's dickmatized right now. He's got that that pussy haze all over his face. (laughs) My favorite Jimmy uh, Havichuk song, Pussy Haze. (laughs) So, um, Spopovich, you know, laughs and he backhands Videl and she goes flying and you know, the, the crowd reacts, you know, Chi Chi's yelling. She's like, no future daughter-in-law mine's going to take a backhand. And Yamcha is just like, he's in it. He's like, these women are powerful and yelling and I'm wearing a great suit. Uh, 
he bitch slaps her again, and then she almost gets a ring out. But almost. You guys remember? Do you remember that Videl? She uh, she learned to fly. She can fly. She oh can my fly, gosh! She can fly. Yeah. Oh wow! And yeah. then when she does it, they love it. It's yeah. not bad that she does it because she is a member of the Satan City Police, and there are boys in blue, and they're oh, out on the streets that the every cops day. Are there cheering for yeah. her? There's <laughs> a cops-only section of the stands. It's the most dangerous area in the entire <laughs> tournament. They all yeah. have guns. Satan City has never been safer because the entire police force is at the World Martial Arts Tournament. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Gohan's like, I taught her to do that. <laughs> hey, Dad, did you see? I taught her that. I'm a good yeah, Goku, teacher like you. Goku checks in with a serious voice to just be like, I'm not proud. <laughs> yeah, Goku's like, actually, it's bad that she did that. She should have a ring out. And then he Dad, gives a but- speech about how this guy's super strong, but he's not giving out energy. And it's weird that you didn't even notice that, Gohan. <laughs> Yeah. Gohan, you beat Cell like seven years ago, bro. You should go like, on. The unclear canon of this show is wearing off on you. Gohan, remember when you were the top, the lead of this show for like three episodes? And then they gave up on that. And then they had to call <laughs> your dad up out of retirement to save it. You stupid bitch. You God dumb bitch. You were learning calculus or some stupid shit. Um, one tree dragon ball. Trek in with Mr. Satan. They're like, hey, your daughter's not doing so hot. And he's like, impossible. And he throws a dramatic wine glass. Mr. Satan slamming wine in the the, back room. What a legend. The point of the scene was Hercule's a bad father. He's about to go on. (laughs) And he's just downing glasses of wine in one go. I would say this is the most realistic thing because he's very much like an older, like late you know, early eighties wrestler where it's like <laughs> yeah. when he goes on stage, he's like 95% Percocet, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what they want tonight. Oh, also very important update. I'm not sure if we covered this. Chi Chi now fully on board with Videl. She has yes. done a 180. Well, cause she, yes. she likes that she can fight because she does. Res- One thing about Chi Chi, even though she's a nag in her heart, she respects a warrior spirit she and does. two, she loves dollar signs. And we all know Videl is rich as shit. Mm-hmm. She keeps saying, this is my trip out of the six. <laughs> You're my cash cow, Videl. And I'm here to milk. I'm here to milk you. I'm here to uh, milk my son's wife. Well, don't get too attached because now it's time for Videl's uh, turn. She kicks Spopovich so hard in the head that his head goes like a full half turn backwards and she breaks his neck and everyone's like, Oh shit. She killed that guy. Is this a cartoon? Tell me this is a cartoon. And they're like, it is, but he's still dead. A tragic silence befalls the crowd. Yeah. Yamcha covers. What's uh, Krillin's kid's name again? Meryl. Meryl. Yeah. Her name is Meryl. Like after after, after Krillin's girlfriend, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Um, we did in the early like, 90s. He's super dead. This he's is dead. not a good Adele's look. going to jail. She's yeah, lost like the, the tournament. The cops are yeah. all here. They all saw it. They all yeah. saw it. They're looking the other way right now to kind of give an excuse, but there's too many of them for her to get away with this. 
But uh, guess what? Spopovich snaps his head back into place all rubbery like and everyone's like what the fuck and i feel like at this point they should just all be disqualified they're like you can't be dead and <laughs> hey, we're going back can't. to the writer's room and we're figuring out what the show is again we don't know anymore Wait, we signed up Spopovich, not checks notes. Zombie Spopovich, not zombie Spopovich. He's not supposed to be in the tournament. I like that he fixes his neck and then like stretches his neck out. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. That shit's just like floating around over there. Don't don't act like you got to stretch out anything. He kicked out of getting his neck broken. You're a freaking zombie. Um, he kicks Videl down and like breaks her nose and Goku goes he's definitely not human everyone's like yeah bitch yes, Goku, <laughs> we know also is this the first time there's been a broken nose in Dragon Ball Z I don't think I've ever seen one of those before yeah I've seen like blood <laughs> drip out of people's mouths and stuff but not like a full on nose situation I think oh, I've nose. seen people do the hockey player thing where they put one finger on their nose and then shoot blood out of the other side, but never like, oh, or they cover their face and it's bleeding. They're like, don't look at me. Um, Videl flies up to avoid a punch and she's kind of stalling, but guess what, brother? This Spopovich, he's flying too. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. They both, they both fly and there's like really sad music while like the wind blows and once again a really wily voice actor is like oh question is flying a thing it's like shut up (laughs) you watched children fly like an hour ago yeah we've seen (laughs) multiple instances of flying on main at this point also I just, okay, yeah, uh, and uh, uh, she's like, what am I supposed to do? But she thinks too slowly, and Spopovich, he whips out a beam. He's like, what's that in my pocket? A beam. Here's a beam. He's he's firing his laser. But they make sure that you know at home it's like a little guy. It's not a big deal that it's a beam. Yeah, they check in with the crew, and Krillin's like, it was a weak one, but he did It's a little guy. I mean, he still shot a beam at Videl, you guys. Our best and she takes it in the face attacked. and then is like fine before she hits the ground, which is like... I mean, that's oh, pretty lucky. I will yeah. say, I really enjoy her fighting in this episode. It just sucks that when she finally gets to show off, it's like with an unkillable monster man. <laughs> like, um, well, at I least there we're should getting be Spobovich, more monsters. At least we're getting Spobovich over for a reason. Yeah, Spopovich is going to be an important part of the show from now on, so it is worth it. We're not just beating up one of our heroes because we're trying to get heat. That's not going to go anywhere. That'd be crazy. I mean, after this episode, Gohan marries Spopovich. <laughs> it's a we have to establish ride. him right now. Um, then they have to spell it out so Goku's like, you know, think about it. He, he was at the bottom, and now he has unnatural powers. He's here. Um, the There's an he, M on his head. He has no power level. He's probably dead. I don't know what's happening, but uh, I don't think this is normal. Do you understand the plot of the show? Not really, but here it is. 
Vegeta says, do not normalize this, and he claps with his gloved hands. So yeah. it's not really <laughs> effective because it's kind of muffled because there's a lot right. of fabric on those big Mickey Mouse hands. He puts the claps in between. Why are anime gloves, like, <laughs> enormous? They're, like, enormous. Like, the way they're drawn, you could be able to, like, drop quarters into that shit. <laughs> like, because they look dynamic with no sleeves is why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The nose leaves gloves is such a powerful combination, and I think we should all start wearing it this summer. Okay, mm-hmm. I support it. Uh, yeah. Videl, she's like giving herself a pep talk. She's like, I don't give up that easily. I'm gonna go beast mode. And so she slaps the shit out of Spopovich, but he just, you know, he just slaps her back a bunch. And he says, the announcer ah. is like, folks, this could be the end. Uh, she's like, like, I'm the kind of gal that would give up. And the announcer's like, Spobovich and Fidel, this could take a while, I guess. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> she's Will Smith, Spobovich is Chris Rock. You get the That's deal. a very interesting point. <laughs> Remember yeah. when Chris Rock got slapped and went, gah, gah. <laughs> I'm going to keep hosting the Stillout Awards. That documentary. <laughs> Why? I don't remember this being dragged out over two episodes. I'm sure it's well, one of those things where she's only going to fight for like 20 seconds in the next episode. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's going to go another full episode, Alex. I don't wanna... It's a weird one to play out so long, but I can't That's wait to watch it. Dramatic, dramatic uh, cliffhanger at the end there. Well, fellas, uh, seven Dragon Balls. What are we giving this? Alex Patek. Oh, me? Well, mm-hmm. Katie... It's an interesting episode because in terms of the stuff that happened, it was like, mm, mids, 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 whatever. I don't care. Boring, mids. But the introduction of zombies and zombie mode is a big development for the show and brings it into what could be claimed is its Halloween era. And that's (laughs) an exciting place for us to be as an audience and as a show. You Uh, know what I love about Halloween? What is Candy. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> and I wonder if candy's in her future. Uh... I'd I'd pay a Milky Way to see the end of this fight. Ha ha. Uh-huh. And I uh, can't wait until oh Vegeta's gloves. That's kind of a Halloween thing. And I give it four out of seven Dragon Balls. Okay, fair, fair. Lawson Leon, what are you thinking? So the thing was. I love this episode because I just like really enjoyed the story of Adele beating this man up who wouldn't die. <laughs> it just, yeah. it just I, I like okay, listen, it's stupid because it's not going anywhere. Smovich isn't gonna matter. They beat, they're gonna beat Vidal for no reason. It's, it's terrible booking. However, the story of the fight in a vacuum. I love because usually it's like the hero who gets beat up a lot and then comes back and wins or whatever. But it's like inverted here. We're like, Smovich is going to kill Videl now. <laughs> and it's upsetting. And I felt upset about it. And I'm going to give it six out of seven Dragon Balls. Well, also, well, also, this is the last time Videl ever looks good in a fight. So it's 
kind of sad. You know, Lawson, I'm actually there with you. Uh, I actually really enjoyed this episode. I liked watching. I thought the fight itself was really fun to watch. You know, because yeah, she really, she yeah. like fucking beats the shit out of him. So it's like extra annoying that he keeps getting back up. Because she's like doing a good job if she was fighting like normal people in normal world. Uh, yeah. Yamcha's outfit did not get enough shout outs it's really <laughs> insane yamcha if you're listening to this like hit me up okay i i don't care that you can't fight no more i'll come watch your minor league baseball games let's go and um but the uh the clearly like retconning ad-libbing supreme kai like backtracking shit is very annoying so i can't give this like you know this isn't a perfect episode but it was really fun i'm giving it six out of seven too supreme kai definitely slowing it down yeah yeah supreme kai wow what a dragon what a ball what a dragon what a ball let's very quickly do an email and plugs and get the hell out of here it's time for dragon give me some of that dragon This email for Dragon Mail, the, the the Dragon email you can send us at ballnetsupergmail.com is entitled Guests, and if they are still alive. Hey, Alex. That's right. That's who I am. I'm reading the email. Uh-huh. Somebody's caught on to who's reading the email. Anyway, I've noticed you, since you guys brought Lawson on, your guests have disappeared. I'd like to buffer my formal inquiry by addressing the elephant in the room. Lawson is a top-notch addition to the show, works well with you and Katie, so at no point... Is this meant to defame him or the work he's done for this illustrious production? <laughs> Lawson, do you feel defamed at all? <laughs> <laughs> well, since it's explicitly said it's not intended to defame me. You're definitely not uh, uh, Mr. Magoo, the little green alien that only Fred Flintstone can see that made us jump the shark. That's not what he's saying. That is not what he's saying. Uh, I believe your work speaks for itself. Listen, <laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> Uh, that being said, we love, we love you fans. That being said, I kind of miss the David shitting on you as well as the King of Appalachia, Max Ogle, and many more of your previously recurring guests. What happened to them? (laughs) We killed them. I fucking stone cold murdered them. When we hired Lawson, I invited them all over to a party and I shot each one of them in the back of the goddamn head. (laughs) And I had to shoot the last one. That was my addition of him. Yeah. I was like, think about the podcast that's in the field, Max. <laughs> Look, you can and either he gets to tend the podcast. That's what you I can said. either kill David Citric or you can sex Max Ogle in. <laughs> Those are the rules. <laughs> um we'll probably have some of the reoccurring people occasionally, but it's really fucking annoying to have guests. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. Like. Yeah, I kept asking the same six people to do watch anime every week, and most of them didn't want to do it, is what happened. Anyway, yeah. we'll have them back. Yeah. And we'll do stuff at my house where friends just, come over. To add another person in the mix is just hard sometimes. People have lives and things to do. You know what? Spring is a time of renewal. <laughs> And we'll have to do a friends check-in for the wild months of spring. Won't that be fun? Yeah, especially say some people uh, get sick all the time and others are married and vacation. So, you know. Oh, my God. One one week. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, one week. Uh, I'm summering. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I'm making you feel bad because uh, the show can't function without you. So I don't know what next week. <laughs> I don't know what that's gonna be like. I just don't know. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be great. a wild. It's gonna be a wild. Well, listen, I'm so happy to, that I work at your corporation full time now because uh, I don't feel yeah. protected. <laughs> and you're not. There's no. We don't have any over. There's no over. You have to talk right to Mr. Here. Lawson about what will be happening in my absence for the one week uh, I'm not here. Anyway, I own the company just, and I'm I not protected. I make these jokes because I think the fans really need to understand that I am the Jake Flores of the show. I'm constantly sabotaging <laughs> it. And if Alex doesn't show up, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> the I one, love... He's going to be gone one week and maintain Alex. He's the only one that makes it happen. <laughs> I love my employers and friends. I love them all. <laughs> One last thing. It was great to hear you guys having Jeremy back on the show. You have great chemistry and should consider working together again in the future on another project. Yeah. I think Jeremy is working on a project called uh, The Child He Spawned Into Existence, <laughs> but I'll ask him. Yeah. Uh, the Thanks thing so that happens when you become a father is that suddenly you have like life priorities. <laughs> It's, it's messed up, I think. Yeah. Content. It's also okay to have like hobbies and interests that aren't monetized for entertainment. <laughs> He's created content that is living and breathing around the house. <laughs> the ultimate. And then it... the ultimate engagement. <laughs> I'm gonna name I'm gonna name my child content and my next one engagements. <laughs> I'm going to name my child Spork. I got to uh, go feed content. <laughs> Spork feed content. Content. <laughs> I want to have two children that have to feed each other. That's the Engagement main thing I want to do. <laughs> this, uh, uh, this is getting out of control. Okay, so it says that they listen to the Whiskey Brothers podcast time and again for all the great laughs. You guys are the only pod I subscribe to, and I look forward to every episode. Cheers, Nicholas. Thanks, Thanks Nick. Nicholas. Thanks, Nicky. Nicky. Thanks, Nicky style. Little Nicky. Thanks. That was actually an, a nice email. I'm glad he's invested in our friends. Yes, invest now. Anyone who's a reoccurring guest is just someone we're friends with that we have abused their friendship. Yes, so I'm I've glad been... something's come out of it. <laughs> Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been funny. selfishly seeing them off of recordings and keeping yeah. it to myself. <laughs> How, How dare you? Dare you. <laughs> I know. Okay, time for plugs. Okay, Lawson with the stuff going on. What's up with you? Oh, well, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, Attack 10 is a podcast, it's a rogue. Uh, thief, the uh, highest RPG tabletop RPG podcast. Uh, please go to iTunes and subscribe and give it five stars because the early weeks are very important. Uh, you can listen to me, uh, uh Miss Caitlin on Twitch, uh, Soda Bags, Alex Fleming, and Mike Fallick, who created the system, play the game. And so, listen to that. Also, uh, listen to Talking Naruto, uh, wherever podcasts are found. Uh and yeah, that's it for now. Uh youtube.com slash lost leon. Lost Leon. 
Yeah. Alex, what you got, baby cakes? In theory, by the end of this week, Theater of Delight season four will be released. So I guess so by excited. next Monday? By next Monday. It's coming out. It's going to so be live exciting. in your radio phone. And gonna, you should keep an eye out for that and then follow me on Twitter. You should gallop over to your podcast provider. to Take a trot on down to the content store and ask for horses. And that's what I'm saying. And you can follow me on Twitter at Patak Test Kitchen. That's P-T-A-K Test Kitchen, your number one stop for exciting new flavors. I won't be posting on it much till I'm done editing all these horse sounds together, but I don't have much time left to do it. And so it's not a big deal. <laughs> you follow me at Katie Rose. I'm not doing anything else right now, but I am having a whole full-on life crisis about that. So uh, <laughs> stay tuned. We'll see. Watch what happens live. And as always, please subscribe to the Fallen Out Patreon account if you're not there already. Patreon.com slash POSPod. We're doing Yu-Gi-Oh! And it's been so fun. And you should Yu-Gi-Oh! Go to Patreon.com. Well, anyway, that's been us this week. See y'all next week. Yeehaw! At Fallen Out Super! Super! Yeehaw!